And we pass out, we're going to assume it's just because you just did three shots of whiskey. Whiskey! Shot, shot, shot. So we just did three shots. Oh, we are? We yeah. are. Podcast oh. on. Yeah, we did three shots because we're preparing for our next episode. This seemed like a good idea. Sending Sam to rehab. Hey, hey. <laughs> well, what's really funny is that... How it's funny like, would it be if I went on alcohol? I went to Alcoholics Anonymous and then talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> idea. Actually, there's like... I listen to Dak Shepard's podcast and he talks about AA all the time. <laughs> Does he like name names? No, I mean, of course not. But yes. like, he's like, you're not supposed to even mention... Yeah. No. Because it's like, it's anonymous. It's like, it's totally showing our age that we're like, we took three shots and we're all fucked. I'm not that fucked. I'm a I little bit. Be, I could be more fucked. I'm a little bit. I used to, and Jack can attest to this because we're, we'll introduce him in a moment, but he's <laughs> one, of my <laughs> one of my best friends from college. And like, in college, I cannot do the things I did then. I used to do <laughs> two pregame. I would pregame the pregame. I would take about five shots at least alone in my room while getting dressed. Oh, 100% I can attest to this as well because it's the first time I ever went to one of Zoe's live shows. I had pre-gamed it with her and I got so drunk I ended up making out with my like hookup for most of the show. I watched it and the best part is, first of all, I don't remember most of it, but I distinctly remember that. I remember no one else in the audience. Maybe two other people. It was just you two making out. <laughs> so what you're saying is from the moment we met, you only had eyes for me and the guy I was making out with in, your, in the front row of your show. Wait, was it just a sea of empty chairs and two people making out in the front row? It was that scene from West Side Story when Tony sees Maria, but it was me and this wonderful gentleman I hooked up with. Years. <laughs> it was, it's that place I told you about yesterday, Triple Crown, where it's like, it's just like a basement that has chairs in it and a platform. <laughs> it can just as easy be a church basement that they use for AI meetings. Yeah. Like they're really but no <laughs> there is no distinction. Yeah. I used to like sit in like rip shots or like make myself a drink while I was getting ready. Or I would even make myself a drink for class. I was just awful. And I just simply remember having the thought of like, I'm gonna do this forever and I'm like 27 now and I'm like I had to plan weeks that this was gonna be the weekend that I get fucked up two nights in a row. Like <laughs> yeah. The hangover is so much to deal with. As it really is. I was a little hungover this morning, and I only had three beers and a shot last night. Mm. Yeah. At my last job, when I worked with Sam, most of the time, I'd say seven out of ten times if I called out sick, it was because I was violently hungover. Right after the night that I'm talking about, where I got violently drunk and made out with this guy. It was Brittany's <laughs> birthday episode, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it was a Bruce Hero show. Everyone, so first of all, everyone in the audience was also at this pregame. Everyone was drunk. Like Brittany died. Oh like, my god. Yeah, no, she was on stage asleep. Like, it's a good thing we got some friends. Like, I mean, I only did it because she's a I would just like, yeah. I would just like to point out that Mia, our sound engineer, is currently planning our interventions. <laughs> she's Googling. Coming to you live from AA. <laughs> so the next morning after this happened, Zoe and I were like texting each other in a race to call out sick because neither of us. <laughs> <laughs> We were both like, I'm too hungover to go to work, and so we got the email out first. Oh, sorry, motherfucker! And I ended up throwing up three times in the office bathroom. I'll put the intro music here. So, our theme today is, this ties in really well to yeah. 
Honestly, I probably should have had that story on my docket. Our <laughs> is embarrassment. Oh, yeah. yeah, we get embarrassed a lot, and we do embarrassing things, and yeah. we are generally... Like all humans do. Yeah, well, we have a guest today. <laughs> I guess I'll shoot him in the intro. I know nothing about him, so you absolutely should. Oh, do you introduce yourself? I think that's what oh, we do, right? Oh, right, we forgot about that one. Yeah. God, I'm so drunk. <laughs> I'm Sam Ellis. I'm Zoe Ellen. And this seemed like, like a good, good idea. idea. Yeah. That was probably the best we've ever done. Yeah, we should put have, that in the record books. I'll always do three shots before the podcast. Mia, Mia, plan this section and use it for our intro every time. <laughs> Thanks. She's like, like literally, she's just like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the vibe I got. How to sneak an intervention to how to frame for a murder. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. Making so, a murder, Mia edition. <laughs> making a Mia You finished your cocktail. You want another new one here? I'll just beer. It'll be okay. quicker. So, our guest today, while well, he's grabbing a beer, as I said before, he's one of my best friends from college. Met because my friend Eric and I started a stand up club in college, and this dude was our first member. Hell yeah, so we did stand up together throughout college. We became very good friends. I brought him to my formal a couple times. My sorority formal. We danced the night away. Great time. I've ever met who didn't bring their gay friend to the sorority formal. But no, I, I brought Eric to my formal. <laughs> Jack was. I also went yeah. to NYU. So. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but I think it was also Jack was going above the next semester. So one semester I was like, I want to bring Jack because I'm not going to be able to hang out with him for my last semester of college. Anyway, so it's Jack. Oh, this is the last <laughs> opportunity to lose my virginity to. <laughs> yeah, so he, so he didn't lose her virginity until until I met Jack. The age of thirty-five. <laughs> I'm not even thirty-five. <laughs> Wait, so also I was telling I might have been telling you this earlier, but. We had this running thing where I kept telling Jack that I wanted to make out with him all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. First of all, it never happened, and unfortunately, it never will at this point unless it, it, it could happen. Somewhere. It could happen. I have to get it in writing from Mike that it's cool, <laughs> but I don't think it will ever happen. <laughs> it was this running joke because Jack was really good at just like making out with girls at parties. I don't mean this in like a fuckboy way. I mean this in like you go to parties and whatever. <laughs> okay. And like a lot of the girls who he made out with were girls that I was friends with, and I was like, how do I make out with everyone? But me, Jack, we're best friends. Yeah. And like, I would sometimes just be like, and he's like, you're making it weird. This is <laughs> You also do that naturally. Like, I feel like sometimes you get bored on the subway and you just start sticking your tongue out and licking at people. Which yeah. for the listeners at home is what Zoe was doing. That was my idea. Is there a video of this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I can't see. Zoe's like, sticking her tongue out. What, motherfucker? You think we have Harmontown's budget? <laughs> Sponsored by Harmon. I was under the impression I was paid to be here. <laughs> no, they so you give me teddy grams? <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. true. It's it's true. true. Give you three shots and a lemonade? Yes. Sit down and shut up. The shots were the vodka he brought. Like, <laughs> that's I tried. Well, I'm, I'm being treated well. The teddy grams are my paycheck. I'd also <laughs> point out we're recording a podcast. Our snacks are teddy grams and carrots. We chose the crunchiest snacks we could. <laughs> we did it making me a job easy on yeah, this one. Yeah, we should have just done like peas and mashed potatoes. I fucked up. Yeah. Squishing sound in the background. <laughs> you have to give what are you doing? Anyway, so our guest today is Jack Pinsky. He is a comedian, and by trade, he's a sports psychologist. What? I sort of, yeah. I'm in <laughs> grad school for psych. I originally wanted to specialize in sports psychology. I've just gone to general. Oh, well, I because I transferred back to Rutgers. I'll go fuck myself. So bye bye. Yeah. So I mean, eventually, I would like to be a sports psychologist, but right now, just studying psychology. Wait, I double majored in psychology and and what else? Undergrad acting. <laughs> I have an acting 
I have a BFA in psychology. What the fuck job am I supposed to do with that? I can only play serial killers on Criminal Minds. Let's be real. How much longer does that show have? <laughs> I was going to say, you could be the teacher from, oh my god, Summer High Tai, the acting teacher. Yeah, except he also plays like seven other people. And let's be honest, I'm not that talented. <laughs> Chris Lilly, if you're listening, come on the show. Chris Lilly, we love you. Oh, and um, Paul Holtz. Oh, uh, anybody. <laughs> literally will interview any of y'all. <laughs> We just want to interview things. What are yeah. in my hands? Yeah, we're just not that interesting <laughs> on our own. Guys, we're desperate. <laughs> 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 okay. Anyway, so I guess we should kind of get started. Yeah, we, that's we the fair thing story. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one that happened with okay. Jack specifically. Really? Because I'm trying to think okay. of Because I probably, okay. Again, as I was saying before, I like truly was like a fucking mess in college. You were a functional mess. Though. I was a functional mess. I was really good at blacking out, bringing myself home, putting myself to bed, waking up the next morning, saying what happened, and everyone being like, you just left. <laughs> <laughs> I had that experience. Yeah, for real. Do you remember that time it was two hours late to work? No. That sounds vaguely familiar because it's like, that doesn't happen. So it sounds really familiar though. Yeah, I was late to work on a Friday. I remember you lost your backpack and your phone. No, that was after the Christmas party that year. <laughs> talking about a different birthday party where I left my phone, but I think I remember, I don't think I brought my backpack, but I think I brought my jet. I remembered my jacket, but the only thing I forgot at the bar was my phone. <laughs> But also, I knew I'd made an ass of myself because I woke up to text. So I woke up to text from Zoe being like, why aren't you at work? I remember but I also woke up, woke up to like three texts from my friends being like, are you alive? <laughs> you were super drunk, tried to make out with the hot guy, and then left last night. We don't know if you made it home alive. Wait, this is so tough. Like, your friends are like, are you okay? And I was like, why aren't you at work? <laughs> what can you say? Life, you know? Yeah. yeah no. I'm a speech in the business room. <laughs> And the worst part was the person who texted me the most who was like, are you okay? Are you alive? Is the person whose birthday party it was. I ruined this poor girl's birthday. Oh, oh, what a caring friend. Really the best. If you're listening, you know who you are anyway. <laughs> we won't name names. We won't name Alcohol names. Alcohol anonymous here. You're almost definitely not listening, but God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> this is tight. Wait, what story was I telling? Okay. Oh, yeah. I used to, so I used to like very regularly just like, again, because as I was saying, I would like drink a bunch before I go out and then continue to drink and be like, how did that happen? <laughs> there was, I distinctly remember having a conversation with people like, it was at your frat. I was like talking, I don't remember who it was, but I was talking to them and I was like, it's so funny, this always happens. I'll feel so in control and then wake up the next morning. And then I woke up the next morning. <laughs> and I was like, Alcoholism has the precision of like a modern fish. Has the awareness. Oh, oh yeah. And it was, I mean, pie. <laughs> if ever there was a moment for Rod Howard to come in, <laughs> so it wasn't okay. <laughs> I don't know, okay. It's so crazy. I just wake up the next morning. She woke up the next morning. <laughs> I was, I honestly, I confessed to my mom recently because one of those nights, it was one time she came to visit me. <laughs> I'm making a note of a story to tell Dude, dude, there was one time she visited me, and I guess oh, she no. got there Friday night, I saw her, and then I went out. I went out, woke up the next morning, in the clothes I was in the night before, puke on my clothes, oh my and I heard my phone ringing, but it was ringing across the apartment. And the apartment I lived in was like, at the same way I live now, in an apartment that's like a three-apartment a three house, like a three-family house, yeah, it's the same it. thing. It's like a small... 
Okay. Yeah. That's a house that's been divided into a Basically, yeah. So it was like a small house, and it was on the other side of my apartment in the bathroom. And I could hear it so distinctly because it was echoing from the bathroom. And I was like, huh? Ah! <laughs> I like, got up, went to the bathroom. And it was my mom. I was like, hey, what's up? She's like, I'm outside. I was like, perfect. I'm dressed. Like, <laughs> it was in my clothes. Oh, no. And we went to uh, Central Market in Lancaster, and like, I was like, still kind of drunk in my clothes. And I like told her recently, I was like, she's remember the time I came to visit? I was like, yeah, I was really hungover and in my clothes the night before. <laughs> But, um, Could she tell? Were you no. covered in vomit? It was like, it looked like it was almost like paint splotches on jeans that were on purpose. Could she not smell it? No. Oh, wow. Oh, Donna. Oh, Donna. Well, no, I think I like slayed enough. Oh, like, I think I like, I did enough work that I made it okay, but. <laughs> so, can I tell my embarrassing mom story now? Dude, embarrassing mom, Are you go ahead. Okay, so one time I was seeing but not seeing this fella and I slept was he invisible? <laughs> <laughs> he was a ghost so I saw him he was a ghost that haunted my apartment uh, <laughs> he just sh- would show up and say boo and then come on my face I mean yeah, oh, so fucking real. oh my god yeah, if you edit the, the uh, ectoplasm <laughs> anyway, um, the ectoplasm who you ought to call a ghost busting oh god him and I rolled out of bed like the morning after saying over at his place and left and knew I woke him up. So once I got to class and was through it and knew he was awake and could read text messages, I texted him, hey, sorry if I woke you up this morning, but in that hungover state where you kind of just open your text messages and assume that the person that you've been hanging out with most is the person you texted last. My mom had in fact texted him that, that morning to say good morning, I love you and I miss you. Lulu! Luke, okay, we'll talk about that in a second. Oh but my God. That, but I texted my mom, so I was like, sorry if I woke you up this morning. And she wrote back, you texted me at 12 p.m. <laughs> and I was like, sorry, I just kind of think of morning as later. And she went, you're full of shit. What she, knew. she was like, you're full of shit, who you see in? <laughs> I think she said, what's his name? Yeah. Which sounds more homophobic than my mom is. She was like, who is it? Who is it? <laughs> what's my future son-in-law's name? Oh, my, okay. Yeah. <laughs> my grandson's name is going to be Blank Jr. <laughs> She's such an Italian mother. Aww. Anyway, uh, so that's oh, so my embarrassing mom story. <laughs> I My embarrassing Jack story. I didn't even get to it yet. Okay. As soon as, well, okay, as soon as I start it, you're going to know exactly which story I'm telling. Okay. Do you have an idea in your head of what it could be? No, I don't. Go ahead. There was one time where I'm trying to figure out how to place the beginning of this story. It was... A Saturday and that Friday or like whatever it was was either Thursday let's for the sake of telling the story let's the, say the morning after let's say it was the morning after I had blacked out and I was like I cannot go out tonight like I died last night I puked so much I'm like fucking dumb I uh-huh. can't Jack and I were at this uh, student event there was this group oh of yes okay, okay. okay. there's a group on campus called Impact which for all intents and purposes is the black fraternity because it's just not like a chartered fraternity but like, it wasn't Greek fraternity it was just yeah. a club but like yeah. it's, that's like basically what it was was it um, like did you have a beer? no they had that no. separately but like because there was also there was like that was a separate like, yeah that was like okay got yeah it. but this was for all intents and purposes this was like the black fraternity yeah. This is gonna sound really fucked up when I say it, but like their big fundraising event is they do like an auction of their members. I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not. I am calling. No, no, no. It was like a date auction. It's, yeah, it's, but it's like it's. Oh, oh, my fraternity did a date auction. Yeah. Okay. But 
the fact that you said it's the black fraternity. Yeah, it's just yeah, this like, one didn't. It was just. I just want to preface it with like this was their organization's event, so whatever they wanted to do, it's their thing. I realize it sounds very, very wrong coming out of my mouth. And I still call the police. You like feel free, <laughs> but so it's yeah, it's like a date option. And so Jack and I were there. I think we might have performed during it because sometimes they have performances in it. Or that I don't think we performed during it. We were just watching. You were watching. To perform at it. No, I, no, we were just watching. I don't know. Like, it was in the college center, and there's so many events in the college center that I performed at that they kind of like blend into one. <laughs> but for whatever reason, I mean, I guess because it was like a cool event to go to, we both went. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting watching it. And I like literally had just gone through saying like, I was so fucked last night, I can't go out tonight. And then all the guys, they're like, all the Impact members get up on stage, start dancing, and it was like the sexiest dancing I could. They, they, they all took like, off their shirts when they were doing chair dancing yeah, for the women who like, uh, won their dates. Yeah, and then they turned to Jack, and at the same time we were like, Oh, because they were like, they were tearing to the and they're like, hey, we're having a party tonight, like at our loft. This is the address, this is when it starts. Come on, like, what I have the lofts in Lancaster? Yes, it's old. A couple. Yeah. They're old, <laughs> old tobacco factories repurposed into fancy apartments this for is, rich college students. This is just a whirlpool of problematic. It's <laughs> kind of a. It's, yeah, it's kind of problematic. It's, yeah. it's, 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 Fathers, you're inevitably gonna run into racism. Yes. Uh, At least it's not Washington and Jefferson. Am I right? Am I? <laughs> yeah. Um. I. It's. There's a lot of problems there that I. Yeah. Uh, edit every right part now. that we're talking shit about. <laughs> universities in Pennsylvania out. Yeah, yes, we trust your judgment. He's yeah. from Pennsylvania. Who knows what? I'm still looking at grad school, guys. Uh, <laughs> well, okay. So regardless, it's the it's called the building was called the Lofts. It's basically it's like these old repurposed factories that were turned into these really nice apartments for rich college students. A lot of it would just be people like three people who want to live in harmony together, but a lot of student organizations that weren't fraternities would like. They would maybe get a couple lofts near each other or one of the lofts, whatever, and it would be like their flagship place. So when they threw parties, it would be there. And they would kind of format so that it could be passed down from year to year. Yeah. College uh, is so interesting when you don't go to school in the city. It's like so specific the way the housing works, which I'm not going to get into because it's yeah, so boring. Yeah, it was so dumb. But like, that's just to give some kind of a preface to it. So they were like, we're having a party at our loft tonight. This is where it is. And like, this is just after I was like, I was like, I go out tonight. I was so fucked up. He's like, me too. We turned to each other, both sliding off our chairs. And we were like, we're going. To we have party. to go. We were like, yeah, we're not the sexy dancing. It's, they, they were sexy dancing on stage. We turned to each other. We were like, at the same time. We have to go. Same, yeah. We were like, like a slow I turn. I would like to point out Jack's a heterosexual. It did still seem like the coolest party to go to. This looks like fun. We just turned each other and we were like, yes. I just want to make it clear to the listener at home what Jack's motivation for going to this party was. Because if I. Networking, just networking. Because if I were to watch a bunch of sexy men dance on stage. My and decide you wanted more. And decide to go to a party. <laughs> a very different narrative fork. It's just that Jack scene was happening. It's just a very specific experience I've never had with anyone but Jack, where we both turned each other and we were like, yes. <laughs> so he's never experienced sexual arousal at any other point in her life. Well, no, it's like even just like the, like we were both like, I'm dead. I don't need to go out tonight. We're so on the same page. We were like, let's hang in. We'll go, we'll like watch a movie and maybe like hang out in my apartment or like play Nintendo. That was like a thing we did all the time. Yeah, yeah. watch Magic Mike. It'll be like a similar version. That's slightly more racist. <laughs> and then, so we were having, like, so we eventually end up at this party. Um, 
And I'm trying to figure out how to describe this without sounding like a bitch or like weird. But like I ended up, so I was like so drunk. I don't know how I pulled this off. That I started making out with our friend. Yeah, yeah. Who I'm not. Who remained nameless. Who remained <laughs> nameless. Very nice guy, but like this is like so, like we were so not like it's just like I would never see him as a sexual being at all. But we just kind of sitting at, right here. <laughs> we kind of looked at each other, nodded, and just started making out like so disgustingly intensely. <laughs> Seeing it from the outside, other people were looking and then like looking at each other and being like, "Whoa, is I, that the kind of party this is?" I, like, once again, what's happening? Again, I don't think anyone else was making it. Happen. No, no. Oh, it was just like me and nameless dude who was like, again, it's like a friend of mine and a friend of Jack's, and like. In your defense, who the fuck does he go to a bar, what I can only assume was a barn loft in Lancaster, Pennsylvania? <laughs> it was so funny. And then, like, we not bone down. We kind of, like, looked at each other, nodded, and then it happened, and then it, like, was done, and we were like, we are never talking about this again. <laughs> and I, I mean, it's funny, because on the way back, it was so uncomfortable. I was, like, trying to tease you guys, but you wouldn't, neither of you would, like, join in. You weren't even making eye contact. You are just staring straight ahead. It was, like, such an abundant accident. <laughs> like, he's a very nice guy. Like, as a friend, like, I, he's one of few people who, like, was my year that I've known since freshman year. Because, yeah. Jack, the story is about you, isn't it? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's you not. fucking, I wish it was I about Jack. I saw from the outside. Yeah. I wish it was about Jack. I just told you how I wish I made out with Jack. <laughs> it was, let me put it this way. He and Jack were in the same fraternity. Yes. Um. So they were brothers. But it wasn't Jack. So, so I basically made out with Jack. <laughs> genetically, but not so genetically. Oh, the closest I'll get to making out with Jack, bro. <laughs> Okay, cool. Uh, I, I have a planned embarrassing story. Good. I have familiar. four planned embarrassing okay. stories because have y'all fucking met me? Uh, <laughs> that was just my like my Jack embarrassing story because when I think of like the most like crazy, not crazy, but like the most embarrassing thing that like Jack has been around for, like, <laughs> that was it. The my Jack best. embarrassing story is about what I did on Jack Daniels. So hey, hey, there we go. You know what my middle name is? Daniel. Yeah. Jack Daniels. Well, well, my real name is John. I oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Jonathan Daniels. No, not Jonathan. Just John. Just John? Yeah. Like, Surprisingly Jewish, right? Like, yeah. like the people who hire prostitutes? Yeah. Well, just a John. John. Like the yeah. thing you take a shit in, yeah. Like the play <laughs> by John. Eddie Baker? I'm out of... <laughs> John I'm references? I'm out of other uses of John. <laughs> like, like yes. and yes. yoga? The answer, yes. We can keep going. <laughs> we probably could keep this up. The answer is yes to everything you're about to say. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so my Daniel Pinsky has a prepared story. I do, I do. It was from when I studied abroad in London. I was there for the spring semester. I lived in an apartment with uh, eight other people. No, seven other people. There are eight of us total. Uh, Four women, four men. And one night, a woman in our apartment, she decides, hey, like, pub scene is such a big cultural thing in London. Why don't we go on a pub crawl? So we do. We, we all sign up for this pub crawl. We all go out to it. And uh, the eight of us are there. And the only other people on this pub crawl is this group of, like, six women. And they're like, oh, woo! Like, let's have a night in the town. woo Yeah. And I'm the only single straight man in our group. Oh. Yeah. Like, the other th- two of the guys had girlfriends. Uh, 
one was gay, and I, yeah. So I was like, oh shit, like, my time to like, get on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Flirt, make some moves, that type of thing. Sam, are you (laughs) No, sorry, I violently pulled the gear out of the (laughs) fridge. Violently! Yeah. So, um, it's going well. The first bar, it goes well, sort of like... Just chatting him up a little bit. <laughs> I mean, have to take yes. chairs away from the microphone, guys. <laughs> so he just leaned. We literally, both of us have been, like, taking a carrot and, like, covering our mouths. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Okay. No, so feel it. All right. This, this is our ASMR episode, so he's going to chew this carrot I into a microphone. <laughs> feel free ASMR. to interrupt with any uh, any questions or details you want. Any Anytime you want a carrot. is talking. Yes. Everybody listen. <laughs> this <laughs> and, is America. Um, yeah, really. This is- ooh, ooh, political, topical humor. And um, yeah, so the first bar goes well. Second bar, it's sort of, it's getting more involved. I'm talking to uh, these three girls like pretty heavily <laughs> at this point. And uh, one of the other guys in the apartment, Tim, was right there. He was like helping me. He was like my wingman. He, he had a girlfriend. And um, at one point, I farted. And it ended up being the worst smelling fart I can remember having. And it wasn't like it stayed localized to me. It just spread like 20 feet radius. It was <laughs> terrible. And so the girls yeah. in the middle of this... I, I didn't can I ask what you ate that day? I, I don't remember, but it smelled like... Death and rotten yeah. eggs. Like, he was, so he was in London, so clearly he was enjoying incredibly exotic and spicy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? It was like oh, fish man. tainted with yeah. shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He was a fish and chips, and Jesus Christ was his stomach. For that kind of flavor, absolutely not. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> God, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I'm trying to like keep the conversation going. But these uh, these ladies we're talking to start smelling it, and they're like, "Oh, what the fuck is that? Like, that's awful." And I I play dumb. I'm like, "What? What do you smell? What's the problem?" And they're like, it "Smells like fart. That's like the worst fart ever." And I'm like, "I don't smell anything." How bad does a fart have to be for people to call you out about it in a club? Wait, I've got a follow up question. Did it stain anything? Did you shart? <laughs> no, no, I didn't shart. So like it was straight out. It was like a clean fart, but like a dirty. It was a fart. clean, silent but deadly fart. It was. Oh, SPD, baby girl. Yes. It was a pure lower bowel full of mustard. <laughs> it was, is what he's saying. Like he is it was science. so bad. Like outlawed by the Geneva Convention. Yes, it was a chemical warfare that was happening. And, um, yeah, so those, uh, like, it, it's sort of like, they're like, oh, this is terrible. Like, we have to, we have to move away or, like, do something. And I'm still like, oh, I, like, I don't smell anything. And it's getting to the point where it's like, it's kind of, the, the arrow is being pointed at me. And I look at Tim, and I don't know what look I had on my face, but he could see that I did it. And he could see how worried I was about it. And he just looks at them, and he's like, I don't smell anything. And I was like, the biggest bro in the world is no, the Tim right Tim. now. Oh my oh, god. The biggest bro in the world would be like, sorry, all that was me. That's true. That's like, true. That's, that's yeah. where he should have gone. You know what's the second biggest bro in the world did Still. a good job? Yeah, no, he's fine. He's yes. good. He's, he's a great middle child. <laughs> he was a great you're, man. You're a great middle bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> is that what you're saying? Okay. 
I uh, no. Are my, you the middle child? Uh, yeah. No, I'm the youngest. Oh, okay. My sister's the middle child. Okay. Uh, no, my sister would be like, Sammy, what the fuck did you eat? <laughs> yeah, that's because he's oh, Sammy, like a little dog. Okay. That's fair. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone I know named Sam is like, don't call me Sammy. It's a dog's name. <laughs> I waited. I know a lot of Sams. I waited an entire life out of just like infantilizing myself to older people. So. <laughs> Like, that's the only reason I have my job. That's the only reason I have an acting career is that I can still convince, like, 50-year-olds that I'm 14. Uh, <laughs> You're that's not. A, that's a unique skill. I'm just going to sit in my bed, like, quietly and let you serve. You might be 14 if it's a bed. I've seen that Venus. He's not 14. So. <laughs> We're discuss that part out. Okay. Just like his foreskin. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you uh, Okay. Guess, I, I guess that's a Jew you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so part two. <laughs> we move on. We there's more to this story. Yeah, there's more. There's They're more. still with you. Oh my god. There's, it's a bar crawl. We're just like, just we're the still bar? crawling. Yeah, we're in every bar. <laughs> did everybody crawling? The whole city of London was evacuated. Yeah, that next team showed up and was like, someone is conducting chemical warfare on the city of London. Everyone got on the Hogwarts Express. Everybody get on the Hogwarts Express. Everybody get out of every straight club you can find. <laughs> in all, listen, nothing smells bad in gay clubs. In all, in all, the sun touches. <laughs> For that is where the British Empire lies. <laughs> Oh man! God, my British accent has really gone downhill. That, and you're recording the Lion King. <laughs> it was, Whatever. It was, <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, the park file continues. We get to the last bar, and I'm sort of flirting like pretty heavily with one of the girls who's not in those three that smelled the fart. One of the ones I still have a chance with. One of the roommates. No, no, one, one of the, the group of six other women that happened to be on the bar. Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, oh my god, it's like the real world. Yeah. Brief suggestion. Memoir title, Flirting and Flatulating the Jackass. <laughs> I, I love that tattoo. I, I, I get that book from the library. I need to get that tattoo. <laughs> I've already pre-ordered on Amazon. Oh my god, okay. I'm going to book as we speak. So the last club, it's like a dancing club. The rest have been like pubs and sort of drinking and conversation. I know that not all straight clubs are dancing clubs. Yeah. Y'all need to get it together on Sorry. that. Yeah, okay. Are you not straight? I guess I. <laughs> that was very comedic time. I actually. My butt light and let you. No, no. Somebody got me a mojito. Stack. <laughs> okay, so I. Uh, and it's going really well. Like, and um, at one point, I realized like she's had a lot more drinks than I have. So I'm like, okay, I need to start drinking now and like catch up and then like continue. Yeah. So I go to the bartender and I'm like, what's the what's the strongest thing you have? And she's like. Oh, absinthe. Oh, Jack. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'll have a double. Oh, no! What is the title of this podcast? This It seemed like a good idea. All right! All right. <laughs> Call back! I Call back! back. Give, me some, give me a high five. I'm not going to high five you on that sad straight man. Uh, <laughs> let's back it up. So this seemed, you're there so far, like a good idea, sir. You did a double shot of absinthe like your Ewan McGregor in Moulin Rouge. <laughs> All right, you so fucked a girl with tuberculosis, sir. This was a bad idea from the start. <laughs> All right, so let me just, to play benefit of the doubt, if you were drunk, double of absinthe seems like a good idea. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Like, he's already, thank you. He's already out, he has to reclaim himself from, like, that 
like fucking <laughs> nuclear fart. Yeah, <laughs> like, you think greens was what got you there? You think drinking green is what's gonna get you out? I. Well, I what, what's, the, what's the Winston Churchill quote? Like, uh, like keep drinking when you're. <laughs> it's like. When uh, so oh, when, it, the, when the when it? it's darkest, keep going. When you're going through hell, keep going. Yeah. Anyways, I'm so, okay. so where, where I left off was uh, I ordered two shots of absinthe. She brings it out and it's on fire. And what? She brings out uh, two That's flaming, how serve it, isn't it? flaming shots of absinthe. I don't know how it's served. That's I'm the only sitting time. right here and I'm deeply offended. Continue. I and so. At this Wait, point, shot of absinthe was my name, David. <laughs> Everybody is staring at me, and I'm like, "Shit, I have to do it now." So I do these two shots of absinthe as quick as I can, and I go back to this girl that I was talking to, and like we're having a good time, we're dancing a little bit, and I, I'm like, "Have you ever had absinthe?" No. 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 Have you, I'm not an insane person. I haven't. And no? It's like it's something that like I would like to eventually try, but like I just I, I never had the Oh, okay. Well, like, for me, it just felt like like a shot of vodka burns for, like, five or ten seconds afterwards. The absinthe burned for, like, a minute in my throat afterwards. That's how I'd describe it. Yeah. That's the immediate sensation I had. And so I, she's like, uh, we're dancing, and she steps away for a second. She's like, hey, like, uh, I'm going to go talk to my friend. I'll be right back. And I go, uh, wait. 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 Were you at least on wait. beat? Wait. Wait. What? Were you at least on beat about it? I, I, don't, I don't I probably wasn't were on beat at the one, time. Were you on <laughs> one in three or were you on two in four? I, I probably just, wasn't on beat at all. I probably to, just seemed insane. I'm just trying to construct and, mental image. And it went from like, I don't know what happened. Like, it just felt like... My brain, like, skipped a beat, and I said wait again, and then I got worried that I said wait too many times, and then the only thing I could think to say was wait. <laughs> like, let me correct myself, but the only thing that kept coming out was wait. I said the word wait at least eight times in a row. This is so good. So it's, so, it's so embarrassing. And her reaction went to, like, like a flirty, like, wait, I'll be right back, to, like, I'm slowly backing away without, like, letting my eyes off you because you're the creepiest person I've ever met. Flirtation to fleeing, the Jack Minsky story. <laughs> Hold on, what was it before? Yeah, like, really to, uh... This poor dude, like, who's like not fucking aggressive. <laughs> Wait, what was it before flatulence and uh? Flirting and flatulence. Flirtuous, flirting. Flirtuous, flirtuous, flirtuous. The flirting, flirting, flirting. Flirtuous, and fleeing, the Jack Minsky story. That's like, a. It's really sexy. You it just gets funny, and then suddenly there's a. You, pre- twist. you predicted the end of the story though, because at that point, like the by the fifth wait, I had burned that bridge. Yeah, no. By, I, the eighth I heard you say wait five times, and I was like, I'm the fuck out of this. Yeah. Story. No, <laughs> by the eighth wait, I've got to leave. So I like I go to the bathroom and I and I look around and I I don't even see the girls we came with anymore. And well, I'm like, you're in the bathroom. Why would no, you be in there? No, sorry. I just left the bathroom. Oh, I, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Groucho Marx. Thank no, you. I, just, I was legitimately confused by that logistics. You went to the bathroom and were like, hey, the girls aren't in here. I don't know. No, he's on absence. <laughs> he's not right now. Not while he's constructing his story. Yes. Okay. So I leave the bathroom. I look around. They're not even there anymore. And I go outside and I'm like, all right, I just need to get home. 
And I, I'm in a part of London that I don't know. And London, if you've ever been there, you know, so it's, just, it's just this sprawling... It goes on like, forever. Yeah, it goes on forever. It's, the area is vast. The streets aren't numbered. There's no, like, rhyme or reason to it. It's all just, like, terrible to navigate. And I just York has spoiled us. Yes. Oh, yeah. New York is, like, the best planned city. Oh, my God. So I decide, like, if I'm going to get lost, I'm going to do it really fast. And I just start running. If I'm gonna get lost, I'm gonna do it. If I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out where I am, or if I'm lost really fast, I'm just gonna run. If I'm gonna get murdered, I'm gonna get it over with. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just running. I've, I've run for like 10 minutes. I have to like stop and just walk and look around, and I still can't navigate, still can't figure out where I am. And I just keep running, and it's late. And by this point, the rest of my apartment mates have left. Because they're, they're like, oh, he's like he's with this girl. Like, we'll leave him alone. We'll just go oh, home. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I'm just alone running through a city I don't know all late night. at night. <laughs> you after you I drink you ran the London Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. And I, finally, I was at this school and all these motherfuckers had wands. <laughs> I kept saying that I couldn't be named because I was, I was like, a bitch, I'm Jack. <laughs> I was in a flying car somehow. A tree smacked me in the face. No, I'm talking about I, Harry Potter. <laughs> so he, he did, in fact, get smacked in the face with wood. He was just on absinthe. So it seemed like the whopping one. That's what I call mine. All right, instead of the fapping fella. So all these f alliterations are impressive <laughs> and over and over He's again. Good. He's good. He's so, <laughs> good. You're gonna get somewhere in this town, baby. <laughs> f's like that. <laughs> with f's like that, I. The world is my oyster. <laughs> it's your oyster. Oh. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm just running. It's dark. And I see this bus stop. And I'm like, all right, bus stops have like the map of the, the routes on it. I'm going to figure out where I am. I get to the bus stop. Guess who's sitting there? The girl. The biggest bro in the world. Tim is there. And he's like, oh, Jack, it's good to see you. I was just heading home. Like, you want to take the bus home together? This one goes straight to our apartment. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I do, Tim. Thank God you're here. Oh, my God. I love that Tim came Tim fucking came through. Oh, my God. I fucking love Wherever him. you are, Tim, thank you. Oh, my God. I love Tim. That's incredible. This Dude. Is, so, last episode, this was a Summer Sanders fan cast. And I think Summer this Sanders. is now a Sanders <laughs> fan cast. Yeah, oh it's, my uh, God. it's the Tim Tam cast. Tim, yeah. he, he was uh, Vietnamese. His last name was spelled N-G-U-Y-E-N. Nguyen. So okay, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not pronounced phonetically. So, it's yeah. It's from right. Jack Horseman, which is the only way it's from Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tim was based on Jack Horseman. No, and he was there, and we took the double-decker... He played by Alison Free. It was really problematic. <laughs> <laughs> is he from there, or, like, that's just his origin? No, no, he, he was... Is he from Colorado? He was straight up from, from Vietnam. And then, he, um... Oh, he's, oh, he's hella cute. That's what I was to say. He's <laughs> like, oh, He's like, handsome. Yeah, he's real cute. That this guy is a damn bro. Yeah, no wonder he has a girlfriend while you were you, if you pussy. <laughs> Oh my god, is he, is he in the States now? I don't think so. Is he back in Vietnam? Oh, no. <laughs> no, he's I don't his know. girlfriend according to Facebook. Well, that's his mom, but... <laughs> <laughs> what sort of fucked up thing? What? What? How did you make I looked at the wrong picture and got confused. I don't know how you make that mistake. 
there's a lot of mistakes that I made. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, like the final of the story is we go home on a double decker bus. Tim just. Honestly, he just talks to me and tells me soothing stories the whole time. I'm, like, that. drunk out of my mind, and he's just, like, talking to me normally, and I'm just like, yeah, okay, yeah, thank you for being here, Tim. Like, and we get home, and everything was fine. And that's the end I of that story. That. Yeah. That was that's, fucking Tim came through for me. That's an the biggest bro. That's an incredible story. I see he went to college in the state. I'm really stopping him. <laughs> this is kind of weird. This is truly. Like, we, can, we can end the Tim segment. Yeah, let's record this mission and re- let's put a pin in this and talk about it once we're done recording. So that Tim. I, we're probably. Tim to win. We're looking <laughs> We appreciate you, Tim. We're probably already getting sued by Summer Sanders as we speak. <laughs> Dude, she liked our tweet. Yeah, did she listen to the podcast? Oh, I doubt it. She probably just like was like, she someone was probably, tweeted about me. She like. Was probably too busy. Swimming in a pool? Training Michael Phelps? I don't really know what's Michael Phelps anymore. retired. So she's training... Is she training at... Whoever, Ryan Lochte? Ryan Lochte's probably not invited. Ryan Lochte is such an idiot. Oh my Ryan Lochte is like... He's the epitome of like... The stupid jock. Yeah. Which yeah. is like... I hate it, but like I love that it's real. Because <laughs> like it's so fictional. Mm-hmm. That like to see it... Because like... When I was in high school, it's like the guys that were on the football team, they weren't dumb. Like the guys that I was like friends on the football team, like yeah. a lot of them were really smart. And it's like, even if they weren't super smart, they weren't like dumb idiots. Or they were still idiots. functional human beings in yeah, society. Like, they were yeah. like really good guys. And um, maybe it's just where I went to high school, just a testament to that. Yeah. Like I was friends with a bunch of them and they were all like really good dudes. Yeah. But um, Ryan Lochte, man, he just fills that fucking quota like, yeah. for the entire nation. <laughs> he is everything. He like I mean, honestly, if we were gonna send a representative of America forth into the world, Ryan Lochte wasn't our worst pick. Yeah. He is an idiot job that we have mindlessly encouraged because he's attractive and white. If we were talking about and a good, people, and a good athlete, which is one more international waters huh. to represent America, I think Trump is worse. Is that what you were implying? I mean, yes, he's worse, but, like, I was just implying that, like, if we're going to express American culture, I don't think an idiot jock who's incredibly privileged and will lie to get out of his case is the best. You said you had more embarrassing stories. Yeah, I have some embarrassing stories. I don't know. Okay, so. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to start off by acquainting you with the first time I really experienced embarrassment. Okay. So I was in second grade. Oh, good. Starting early. Yeah, I was in Miss Quatrini's class. And so the way second grade was set up is uh, Mrs. Quattrini was really, really good at teaching us everything except math. There was like, oh, okay. there was like this weird gap in her knowledge with math, and there was this weird gap in in the second grade level math. Yeah, it's like uh, just subtraction. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they were just trying to like acquaint us with other teaching styles. I don't know. Okay. But there was this weird program where like we would switch ha- we would switch through the day to the I other teachers' class. Uh, okay. Um, but so we switched the other teacher's class. I think her name at the time was Mrs. Connors. Doesn't matter. But anyways, so we switched classes and then we would switch back. And at one point, while we were switching back, I started to feel really, really nauseous. Like I'd started to feel nauseous in Mrs. Connors' math class, and I was like walking back to Mrs. Quatrini, who, for what it's worth, in an elementary school, hottest teacher in the school. We had ten teachers, and also again, um, Mrs. and I was a young gay male. Uh, you know what one room school has? What? Were you nothing? 
What? So were you in a one room school house? No, no, we were we were in a like, we didn't go to school. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> the late nineties or early thousands. You were obviously not in a one room school house. I bet those still exist. Oh, I will say, I think there. I will revise this. I think there was only one second grade class. I think we switched classrooms. Third grade oh, I guess you're from like a small town. I'm from a very small town. Yeah. I'm talking about a private yeah. school with a class of like. Oh, like Catholic school. Yeah, yeah I went to Catholic school. Oh, Catholic so it was probably pretty small. It was like okay, 14 yeah. to 20 students per class. Okay, got it. Anyways, so I'm getting back from this like weird classroom swap, and I'm going to Mrs. Quatrini, and I open my mouth to say, "I'm feeling kind of sick," and what I get through is, <laughs> "Sorry, yeah." <laughs> And I immediately vomit on Mrs. Quatrini's shoes. Wait! Okay. I open my mouth and say, I'm feeling kind of sick. Can I go to the nurse's office? I get through the first syllable and immediately vomit. So if ever there was a case that I was right, <laughs> and I should absolutely should have gone to the nurse's office, it is the story, but also immediately vomited in front of a, my entire class, B, this entire other class that was also switching classrooms across the hall and watched this happen. And then I went to the bathroom, vomited to a toilet. Okay, first of all, I vomited all through, like there was just a trail. Full <laughs> hand. The life of an elementary school janitor. Yeah, I, I went full hand and Gretel. Like I vomited in front of Miss Quatrini, and then I like immediately was like put my mouth in front of my hands. Mrs. Quatrini squealed. Mrs. Quatrini was also a tiny woman. She was shorter than I was. I was in second grade, <laughs> and was like go to the bathroom, and I like put my hand across my mouth. On the way to the bathroom, I vomited through my fingers at least twice. Oh did it once God. more in the bathroom, and then finally made it to the toilet where I vomited twice more. I don't know how I'm alive. That's my entire body weight. Wait, so what's really funny is, um, well, I guess it's not really funny, but, like, I'm trying to figure out how to put this without sounding really gross, but, like, I used to throw I just all lost, I, I used to throw up all the time, all over too. my elementary school, so you're well, fine. So, like, I used to throw up all the time also, and I was, I think I was talking to Mike about this, like, not recently, but, like, at some point, where it's, like, as a kid, like, you don't really know how to say anything until, like, right before it happens. Yeah. Or it's, like, as an adult, I could sit here and be, like, well, I'm gonna feel sick because I felt it a million times. Mm-hmm. You just feel it when you are sick. You're, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna throw up in ten seconds. <laughs> There's also this weird thing where, like, when we'd switch classrooms, we'd all have, like, it wasn't, like, it was just, like, you cross the hall. Like, you'd line up in front of the other classroom and, like, yeah. go in one at a time. And Mrs. Quatrini would ask how you did in class that day. Oh, and then, so she'd be like, how'd you do? And always, I did really well. So she expected me to put my mouth and be like, I was fine, Mrs. Quatrini. Instead, she got, I was, and then Linda Blair from The Exorcist. <laughs> all over oh, my God. Her, they were, and also, they were really nice shoes. Like, she put effort in that day. I, well, That's I also the age where you're, yeah. like, just becoming socially aware, so you, like, know that it's odd that yeah, you're vomiting. And I got roasted by my friend, Steven, who was in the third grade Steven. class. Damn it, Steven! What? I said, Steven. damn it, Steven. God damn it, Steven. And the next day we were walking into school together, and he goes, hey, heard about you blowing chunks yesterday. And I was like, guys, I'm just developing awareness that you exist. Don't roast me like this. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but, like, dude, I used to that shit, too, where, like, Definitely on the school bus, definitely in class at least once, where, like, I would, like, feel a little dizzy and, like, feel a little bit off and be like, I wonder why I feel strange. <laughs> turn around and just, like, blow chunks. Yeah. Like, fucking puke. Ugh. And 
it's like, I don't know if every kid did that or if it's just like the kids with the sensitive tummies. I've definitely done that before. And, um, oh, I mentioned this on the last episode, I think, or in one of the last <laughs> episodes where, um, when I was at camp one summer, a girl next to me puked. And um, then I proceeded <laughs> to puke on my, like, on my Yeah, that was, that was, was awesome. Awesome. <laughs> But, oh, God, I was trying to, oh, I have an embarrassing story that's, like, um... That reminds me of another embarrassing story that happened in my high school. It was embarrassing for somebody else. It's really quick, if you don't mind. Go ahead. So there was this kid. It was the day of the SATs, and he was really nervous for the SATs. So he vomits before the SATs. Okay, we'll clean it up. Like, but then he got so embarrassed that everybody saw him vomit that he vomited. So he vomited twice before the SATs. They go in, they take the SATs, and he thinks he doesn't do well. So he, so he vomits for a third time. Oh, no, Tim, no. It wasn't Tim. That's, I didn't go to high school with Tim. Bitch, I, I know wasn't. that. I'm just, it's, his name could be Tim, statistically. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. God it. damn it, John. That's probably statistically more yeah. likely. You know his name? I do know his name. His, his name began with an R. I don't want to say his God name. Rachel! God damn it, Richard. <laughs> God damn it, Ron. God <laughs> damn it, Raul. Yeah. Anyway. All, all those guys could St- be Statistically speaking, I probably nailed it. <laughs> so I thought this embarrassing story was a really good punchline. Okay, let's go for it. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, wait, sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, yeah. Oh, embarrassing story. Okay. Fuck, I had it and then I forgot. Um, Do you want me to tell my embarrassing story? No, I just... (laughs) So, okay. So, um, this one is like... I don't know if my friends even know that this happened. But, um... Like, I have not asked or confirmed or told anyone this story. So, as far as I know, no one knows. Or they all knew... Podcast exclusive! Add in the air horns afterwards. <laughs> I get the theme music at this point. Like, yeah. It's fine. No one really notices anyway. <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, so my friends and I, um, when we were seniors in high school, after prom, we did after prom and we went to Seaside. Um, and I basically did, I planned like the logistics of it, like the buses that would like the party bus that took us there. We took a school bus back home. <laughs> the house itself. I did, like, basically all of that coordinating planning. Was that your duties as class president, or was that just your duties as the most neurotic alcoholic in the class? Uh, both? No. Oh. It's like, I mean, the former was, like, I have plans the prom, yeah. the latter was that I'm, I'm uh, very controlling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, uh, we got, like, a school bus to pick us up. So, to give a little more context, Sam is eating carrot and he's like covering his face in a way that's like he's gonna fall like, over. He's gonna fall over. <laughs> oh, I just noticed your outfit. Your shorts go really well with your shirt. Anyway, I tried. I tried right so hard. Yeah, so everyone listening to the podcast can, <laughs> can see um, the outfit. But so, anyway, so um, we uh, long story short, our prom was the Friday before the last, like the last day of classes. Of all of our high school careers was Monday. Prom was Friday. Gross. 
The Friday before. The Friday before. They, so they, that's bad. They, like, they threw the gauntlet down on that Monday. They were like, if you're a real adult, you'll show up to class on Monday. And if you're a real high school student, you absolutely will not. <laughs> they didn't give a fuck slash. I, I was like part of the reason prom, because I was class president. And there was like a whole thing with the prom date. It's like a whole long story I'm not going to get into. But like I put the prom date there. Asshole. Um, Asshole. <laughs> um, so uh, basically... It was like, we had prom Friday night, then we had after prom all weekend. And what we did was, from after prom, which my friends and I did in Seaside, New Jersey, we had a school bus that picked us up at after prom at like 6 a.m. and Or like 5 or 6 a.m. and brought us to the school so we could go to our last day classes <laughs> and be like, Seniors! Like whatever the fuck it is. Just, just hung over. <laughs> well, so, let, so let me get there. Okay. So <laughs> the last and like in our house, it was like most of my girlfriend. It was like most of my girlfriends and um, a mixture of the guys we brought and a bunch of the guys we were friends with who were. It was mostly like guys in the football team or wrestling team that we were friends with. Okay. And um, we uh, the night before, so the. Like, the girls within that group were, like, my best friends. And, like, I think they were either, like, with their boyfriends or, like, sleeping or whatever during this point in time. Mm -hmm. But I was awake and, like, hanging out with the guys. And we had, like, cases. Like, multiple cases of beer left. And we were, like, we only have a matter of hours. What are we going to do? Oh, my God. We also need to clean the house. So, (laughs) during that time, every so often, I would grab a beer from there and throw it into my room. I had a stash of, like, five beers that I kept throwing into my room yeah. as we were cleaning and doing stuff. And then throughout the time, I would, like, chug a beer go back. Keep <laughs> in mind, I'm 18 years old, so, like, whatever kind of alcohol really hits me a lot harder because I was a kid. Uh-huh. Um, but for all intents and purposes, by the time that school bus got there that morning at 5 a.m., I had chugged at least five beers. And, had and you hadn't slept. I had I maybe slept for an hour, but I didn't really. <laughs> um, and I had one or two beers left with me. What? Sam said timeout. I don't know where he is. Are he- oh, he's pissing. Sam is pee. Sorry, I was flushing. Okay. So anyway, so I had five or six beers uh, that I saved. I drank the majority of them. I might have had one or two left. We get onto this bus. Remember, it's a school bus. <laughs> a coach bus, there is no bathroom, it is a school bus. Oh, we are driving straight from Seaside, New Jersey to Austin, New York. How long is that trip? I would estimate between two and three hours. Okay. But I had just drank several beers. Oh no. Just put it in right. context. Right. Um, I'm not going to go into details about all the other stuff that happened in between just because it's not relevant to the story. <laughs> it's relevant to the story. Well, now I'm curious. <laughs> I t- well, no. It was was like, it debauchery? I have videos of it, but a bunch of us would, like, because we had all these beers, like, because we were under 21, the way we, like, kind of did the house was we somehow had someone who helped us buy cases and cases and cases of beer. Oh, okay. Um, and so we had a bunch that we, like, kind of estimated we would need, and there were a couple cases that were left, and when we only had a few hours left, we were like, what are we going to do? And we started, like, straight up, like, shaking them and opening them and spraying them everywhere. It was, like, natty light, you know? It was, like, <laughs> shitty beer, but it's, like... We're not going to drink all this. What the hell are we going to do? And the house itself is, like, fucking disgusting. Like, I have pictures of mushrooms growing out of the floor. Oh, my God. It was After a weekend? It was already there. Like, the house was just that disgusting. 
But we all, it also had like crazy amounts of rooms. It was so cheap for what it was. It was like perfect. It was blocks away from the beach. Again, I didn't want to get into details because it's like, I could go on forever about this fucking crazy. Like this weekend was fucking insane. But so, um, so we're on the bus back and I'm doing okay. Eventually I realized I really got to pay. And we're approaching, we're passing kind of New York City at that point. And I walk up to the bus driver and I was like, hey man, can we like pull over somewhere and go to the bathroom? Like just, you know, we're not going to be home for like an hour or anyway. And he's like, I can't right now where we're out on the highway, but like, yes, when we eventually get there. We finally, we pull over somewhere, we pull over to some Dunkin' Donuts, and it's like, in retrospect, it literally could have been this neighborhood. I couldn't even tell it. <laughs> it's, like 10, it's like over 10 years ago, yeah. or roughly 10 years ago, whatever. And sorry, I'm like distracted by Jack, who's like making snowflakes. Okay, um, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's fine. So it's like, you know, almost a decade ago at this point. I don't remember the exact details, but we pull over eventually, go to the bathroom, go to the stuff and donuts. And as I'm walking to the bathroom, I had to pee so bad as I chugged several beers. Oh no. As we walk, as I personally walk in, because it's individual bathrooms, as I walk in, I completely piss myself. Like, <laughs> oh, you're so close. I'm in the bathroom. This is one of at least two times that this exact thing has happened where I'm in the bathroom and I'm like, finally, and start peeing. And I'm like, I'm not on the toilet yet. Wait, how old were you at the other one? Um, oh my God. 19. Okay, thank God. I thought you were going to say it last weekend. Oh, God, I no, the first time I was taking the second time I was 19. Okay, so, but, um, <laughs> so it takes you a while to learn from your mistakes, but you get Also, it. I don't know what it's oh, like with a penis, man. but it's like, you know, you got, it's hard. Yeah, to, no, it's, it's a lot of effort. Like, that's a lot of effort. You know? Know? Yeah. Like, I've shit myself before because I thought I was in a bathroom. You have to actively try <laughs> to do it. That's got to be your next story. Maybe. Think about it. Okay. I think I'm going to shit myself because I... No, I. Oh my god, I shot myself again in Mrs. Quatrini's class. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Quatrini must have thought you were the biggest fuck out. Okay. <laughs> so we want to make sure you're okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell that story next. Anyway, so I was totally pissed myself and I was like, oh, I think I got so close. I believed in you, so I, 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 so I was either a chariot of fire laying in my head as you walked, as you fucking Madonna power walked. Oh my god. What's Jesus. funny is, I don't, it's like, like I, because I don't, like, remember the details exactly, like, it's possible half of it made it in there and half of it made it in the toilet, like, I just don't remember. But, um, so whatever. Half so, of it didn't make it anywhere. Half of it just kind of escaped. It straight up prison breaked your urethra. Regardless, oh we god. still have, like, an hour left in this car ride. And, uh, I think, and you're going to school. And we're going to school. And I think what I eventually did was, because I had a change of clothes with me, but... Also, can I ask, what's your sobriety level like? I was point? wasted. Got it. I was <laughs> wasted. Just when did you check in? Because I was pretty sure you were also quite drunk at this point, because you just chugged several beers. I'm not relevant to this part of the story, but I did, during the day, at one point, go home, chug the last beer in my bag, <laughs> and go back to school. Putting that out there. Anyway. Yeah, all right. <laughs> don't and ask me how I pulled that off, but it happened. <laughs> Great news. The next episode, this seemed like a good idea going to rehab, now features both of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's full mess. Um, so, I'm a little foggy on the details because it was so long ago, but I remember that, like, because I went to the bathroom and it's not like I had my bag of all my clothes with me. It was like I walked out and was like, okay, I'll figure this out, I'll figure this out, I'll figure this out, just make sure no one notices. No one said anything to me, so as far as 
I know no one noticed, but like again, it's like it's very possible. I have no idea. Mm. And then for for what it's worth, you did your pants. I did. For what it's worth, people were probably sleeping on the bus, but I don't yeah. remember. And I just remember we like my friend Melissa lived around the corner from the high school, so like we actually had to drop us off there, and we left our bags there so we could just go to walk to school. Um, and I think I was able to change once we got to her house into cl- other clothes that I had. But it was like I was sitting in this like I was like. Damn, this is what you did, Zoe. Like, shame and urine. <laughs> shame and urine. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Wowza. Okay. Well, Am I calling the. You've got a great story lined up. Okay, so this. So I was in Mrs. Quatrini's class, and once again, we weren't in her classroom. We were in the computer lab doing computer science class, mm-hmm. or whatever the. Second grade equivalent. Oregon uh, Trail. Oregon <laughs> type to learn. Uh, <laughs> we were. Well, I had a date with Mavis Beacon. Um, <laughs> so um, I was in there, and this is just this is a quick story. So I sharded like this. Aww. This predates the term, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it does. But I sharded, and then like I felt it happen, and I like raised my hand, and like. Mrs. Quadrini like calls me out. I like raise my hand. Mrs. Quadrini comes over because she thinks I have a problem. I'm like, can I talk to you in the hallway? Or like, can I like? She probably, in retrospect, could have figured it out. She <laughs> wait for it. So I'm like, oh, she's like, yeah, sure. And she like pulls me out of the hallway. It's like, um. So I thought I was gonna, f- and I, as soon as I say F, she goes, and you pooped yourself. Miss her first name, and then I had her again in second grade. Oh, she was going by Mrs. Quadrini. Uh, I don't want to fully call this woman out. There, I've already put her through enough. Um, <laughs> you have you had a stomach thing, and I was like, yeah. And she's like, okay, just go to the nurse's office, and like, kind of like looks to the side, and it was, like looking like at the time, I was like, like she, she doesn't know. She's just assuming I need to go to the nurse's office because why else would it? But, like, absolutely should, like, recognize me as, like, fucking, what's his name? Uh, from Jimmy Neutron, Carl Weezer. Like, <laughs> like just, just the permanent. Like, you're not Carl Weezer, you're, like, Weezer, like, Carl shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Carl Weezer, I'm Carl Tums. Tums. Anyway. Yeah, I was just the permanently ill fucking child in that part woman's class. Oh my god. Anyways, so I have an embarrassing story with a great punchline. I okay. think. Yeah, let's hear that. Let's hear it, yeah. Okay. So when I was, I want to say in eighth grade, I was um, the student chair of this organization called Students Taking Action Now for Darfur, which was like dedicated to like, do you remember like the Darfur crisis incident? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to see if it was an I, okay. That's what I was doing. Like, yeah, yeah, I was too, actually. For it's it. almost a okay, go ahead. Okay. So, we had a, our big event was we had this um, big sort of fundraiser silent auction. And during, so you had like a dinner at the start, and then you had like a presentation, and then at the end you had the silent auction. And during the presentation, we had a speaker. And he was a refugee from, it wasn't Sudan, it was another nation in Africa, but he'd fled as a child, moved to America, and, like, become a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so as part of his presentation, he had like visual aids, he had like an overhead projection. So I asked you to chair, and as vice student chair, it was my duty and my friend, I think Jen's duty, to get up and set up the projector. <laughs> I Sorry, said, duty is funny because of the last story. I don't know about twice, which is funny because I sharded in Mrs. Quatrini's class. <laughs> there you go, it's sharded again. Uh, anyways, so uh, we get up to set up the projector, and literally all it is is plugging it in and putting it in place. What you forget is that after you plug it in, you need to step over the wire. So I'm in eighth grade. Oh no. And I forget to step over the wire, and I'm sitting in the front row, because again, I'm very important. And so a board member. I am. A board. I am the student chair. I think I got that position actually after this event happened. You just I put a chair there and was like, here I am. I think I was like talking to like the teacher in charge and she was like, yeah, I'm just going to appoint you student chair because you're the only person who like has actually taken any initiative with this project. Okay. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so I was, so I plugged in the projector. We like put it in position. We made sure the visuals were lining up and I went back to my chair in the front row and I trip over the cord, and I fall on Jennifer Lawrence at the Oscars that one year, dramatically fall onto my chair, yeah. and as this speaker, who again fled persecution, goes up to the mic, the entire audience bursts into laughter. Because oh I God. fucking fell on my chair. <laughs> oh man, you should have sharded. Like, he laughs too. Like, he hasn't started. I haven't interrupted anything. I just okay, that's, that's clear. Yeah. And I, like, immediately, I'll, like, take my position, like, kind of, like, begrudgingly acknowledge that I embarrass myself. Because I'm in eighth grade and don't know yeah. how to cope with embarrassment yet. Sure. I just vomited that on Mrs. Like Mrs. Yeah, sure. I just vomited on Mrs. Quatrini's shoes six years ago. I really <laughs> had um, So I sit in my chair and I'm st- sitting there. And as he's speaking, I realized that I am a part of an organ, and I'm wearing my organization T-shirt. And the name of the organization organization is Students Taking Action Now for Darfur. I was wearing a T-shirt that said "Stand," and you fell. <laughs> and I <laughs> fell on my. Yeah, that is our experiences with embarrassment.